This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning and welcome to Community Connection. I made a mistake. I actually double booked people. So I told you yesterday that the VA would be on today, but we're going to fit them back in because today we have folks here from Danville High School's band. Music department is going to be represented. We have Ryan Kraft and Kareth Kluwicki, and we are very happy to have them on the show. Of course, Kareth is one of my dearest because her mother, Marcy Wright, anytime I talk to you, I have to talk about your mom. <laughs> She has the best mom ever. Her name's Marcy Wright. She's an instructor at Danville Area Community College. She's amazing. And then, of course, she had this amazing girl named Kareth. And Kareth is a great person to know. So, Kareth, thank you for being on this morning. Thanks for having me. And, Ryan, tell me about you. I have not had the pleasure of meeting you. Um, I'm the band director of DHS. This is year number nine. I can't believe it's been nine years since I moved to Danville. So um, I came here from Sullivan High School down in by Decatur, Sullivan High School Middle School. And I actually grew up in the Chicago area um, around Piatone. I um, grew up on a farm. My dad's a farmer. And uh, my dad actually, my parents actually moved their family farm down to the um, Lovington area, which is just north of Sullivan. So I moved down there. It was around the home farm for a couple of years and um, about eight years. So this is officially the first year that I've been somewhere the longest in my career. So I'm really excited about that. So, <laughs> Well, you have a very interesting background. So what what did they farm? Corn and soybeans. Okay. So with homecoming being this weekend, I actually get to go down Saturday and hopefully get to drive the combine. So fingers crossed. <laughs> so do they trust you to do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you have don't you have to be like super straight or do, do they have one of those tractors where GPS helps control everything? Um, GPS a lot of times, especially when you're harvesting corn, GPS is um, sometimes more of a nuisance than a help. I you know I it, it's it's fine, it works great, you know. It, but it um, but people don't know about it. Like with corn, I mean, you got there's these two sensors that go between the the rows that measure where the corn's at, and it bobs the combine back and forth if it's not set right so um with corn it's you know sometimes it's just easier to drive it I, you know yep. i don't mind it i mean to be honest like gps like it gets boring i mean you just sit there like especially when you're like working ground or something and the gps is doing all the work and you're just sitting there going <laughs> and watching you know uh, and i'm one of those people that when i'm in a tractor or a combine i don't listen to the radio um I like the peace and quiet because I listen to music all day long and um, it's kind of like my time away from work, you know, and um, I've learned over the years doing this job. Um, I, t I tell all my former students, I've got several former students that are teachers, some music teachers, some not music teachers. I'm like, I said, you have got to find time for you. Stop work. I have one who sent, you know, they send me questions on the weekend and I'm like, why are you working? It's Sunday afternoon. You should be sitting in your backyard uh, barbecuing and, uh, you know, enjoying your free time. I don't stop working. You know, there's, there's gotta be that balance between work and, and free time. So mm -hmm. Ryan, Ryan works a lot. Like one of the things that I'm most, uh, impressed about with district 118 is their band directors. I mean, Southview, Northridge and DHS, I've, you know, really been able to, um, volunteer and get involved and just see how they all work together. And they work late hours. 
I mean, it's pretty amazing to see the time and effort that the directors are putting into it and the kids. Um, they really do need a day off by the time that Sunday comes around. They've spent their whole day and night. <laughs> yeah, and then for us here, you know, at DHS, I mean, once uh, once marching band's over here in the next three weeks, I move directly into uh, winter stuff. I mean, we move into, um, we got the Magical Dinner, which is a, an entire DHS department. Um, even though, I mean, the Magical Singers are the main part, but orchestra, um, Gage Womack and I, we have uh, groups, we play dinner music and we play um, some of the things uh, involving in the show. So, you know, we, we always, we're moving from one event to the other. And then show choir starts in the in the winter. I mean, they're already, um, you know, Jeff Thomas already has his choreographers coming in and are um, working with the kids getting ready. Because, I mean, a lot of these choreographers are coming from out of town. They have tens, you know, 10, 20 groups that they're choreographing for. And so when they can get them in to do that, they have to do it. Um, otherwise, they don't have a choreographer. And so... Um, delegation and contemporaries has been working. I know he's got executive starting next week. I do the combo. And so all that's going to start up. So, and, um, it's really fun. It's a great time. Um, and you know, as a department, we all, we all work super well together. We, you know, just like spending time with each other too. It's a lot of fun, but, oh yeah, that downtime, that, that day off here and there is very well spent. I can imagine. Well, let's take our first break and we'll come back and continue the conversation. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we have Ryan Kraft and Kareth Kluwicki. They are with the uh, Danville District, Danville High School Band. I almost said Danville District 118. Same difference, same difference. So Ryan, um, you know, you, when you're talking about the madrigals and all of that, you know, you always think Christmas and, geez, all that's going to be right around the corner and marching band yep. and football. And whew, I can imagine how busy you are Um my my kids were actually involved in show choirs and so i know about being that parent and always being there and um you know watching everybody work together and kareth you're exactly right it's a long 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 tradition of people working well in the music area music curriculum for 118 and you have to appreciate that you know the diversity with it and the opportunity because ryan you know, you're, you're talking about a lot of kids moving through your programs and a lot of different areas that you can focus on if you're musically inclined yeah. or not. You can be you can help with sets and things like that, you know, with the theater piece of it. Yep. So we yeah. have Mark. Go ahead. Nope. You go ahead. I, I was like, yeah, I mean, we you know, we have we have a whole bunch of, uh, you know, we even, you know, new kids come into the program, too. I mean, we have. You know, uh, I know Mr. Thomas has kids that are just starting show choir for the first time. I have a couple kids this year that are starting very first time in music in high school. And so, and I know Mr. Womack has uh, orchestra kids in the same, um, same situation. So we all, we always try to let the new people in the, in the building know. It's like, hey, if you want to try this, go ahead and try it. You know, we also have a couple music classes here that are not for uh, band, choir, or orchestra. We've got a guitar class. And um, last year, Mr. Thomas um, started a music technology class. And I know in the future that's looking to go um, also down at Northridge too, so that we can, um, you know, reach more kids. Um, we got a couple other ideas. I'm going to keep those quiet for now because uh, we haven't really had those beginning discussions. But you know, reaching the kids that are not in an ensemble class is also because there's kids out there that love being involved in music that you know, aren't in an ensemble class. And I can't. Oh, sorry. I can't say enough good things about the experience we've had with the music departments at the district, like. 
I was really worried bringing my kids over from private school, like at a upper elementary level at Southview. Um, but we have had such a great experience with band. Sorry, there's the bell. There's the bell. <laughs> yep, we've had such a great experience with band. Um, my kids have kind of just found themselves in a community of people who accept them right where they are. The teachers are great with that as well. They're all such good kids. They volunteer um, and help each other. I have yet to see anything that would be concerning as a parent. It just felt like my kids were safe. They're they're working super hard. I mean, some of these band camp hours are <laughs> more than a full-time job, these kids, but they work so hard and they all get along and are kind and um, are the first kids to raise their hands and be helping others. So I've just been really proud as a mom to sit back and watch just how the music department has developed these kids to have really great relationships and be good citizens. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about marching band. I'm not, I mean, I, I know what a marching band is, but I've never known anyone that actually participated, you know, to, to see that day to day. Marching band is a much different world than maybe what everybody in the community remembers from, you know, like late 80s, early 90s, even early 2000s. Marching band has developed into what we call pageantry. Um, it is more of uh, it's more theatrical than it used to be. There's always there's themes. There's a show. For example, our show is based on the uh, Netflix series Wednesday Adams. It is uh, we call it the outcast of Nevermore. Because um, that's really what the whole thing about that show is, is, is Wednesday Adam gets sent to this school to be with other outcasts um, that are different. And um, Wednesday has psychic abilities, um, apparently uh, the same, like, I guess, more, in the show, Morticia Adams also has psychic abilities. And so um, she's there. There's a couple um, There's a couple Medusas there, like Gorgons that can like change people to stone. Um, there's... Um, uh, there's the uh, there's some sirens. There's all these different mythological creatures as humans that go there, and so we wanted to do something this year that was a little different than what we've done in the past. We wanted to involve. We have some props. Uh, we've got we've got trees that we have on the field to represent the forest in the show. And then we have the big window. So the window is um, where some of our the events of the show happen. Uh, one of the big moments in the series is is the um, the dance called the Raven. And Wednesday goes, and she makes this dance up. And apparently the actress that does Wednesday actually made this up on the fly. She didn't even, like, it wasn't even, like, a choreographed moment. She just started doing all these weird moves. And they thought it was great, and they filmed it. So um, that song is actually called The Goo Goo Muck by the early 80s rock band The Cramps. And so we we got the permissions to do it. The interesting thing about that is um, usually when we do music, we have to pay a copyright. Um, it's called Permission to Arrange. And um, for Gugumak, I reached out to our company that does all that stuff. And finally, I ended up getting a phone call one day from the owner of the song. And he goes, I have never had anybody ask me to use my music for marching band. He goes, can you explain what this is? And so I told him what we were going to do with it. And he goes, wow. He goes, that's really kind of cool. He goes, here's the deal. He's like, I'll make you a deal. He goes, I'll let you use the song for free, but I want to see a video. I'm like, okay. I can do that. So um, so at the end of the season, we'll get a video of it and we'll send it to him so he can hear what we did with it. And it's great. It's, it's a much different thing than we're used to in the middle of a show. 
Um, we've got four different movements. And then we have some quotes from the show that we're using to kind of set the stage for each of the movements. And um, oh, that's the, uh, <laughs> that's the get moving. The hallway is got uh, a clear sound. Hey, let's just take a real quick break because I, I know you're, you're working from school. Hey, we'll take a real quick break and we'll come right back. Welcome back to Community Connection. Again, uh, you know, we do record some of these with the Zoom, all of these with the Zoom. So sometimes people are at work. And of course, we have Ryan Kraft and Kareth Klawicki. They are in at Danville High School this morning. And we get to hear all of the stuff that goes on with the normal school day. But Ryan, we were talking about the theatricals and, you know, definitely... You know, it's exactly what you said. When you think of the marching bands of yesteryears and the marching bands of today, it's a theatrical performance. Yeah, very much. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot involved in that. Um, I was saying right before we, um, before the hallway music happened, um, we, so we're doing this, this Goo Goo Muck song. And so the Wednesday dance, you know, we, we told the kids we were going to put the Wednesday dance in it. Well, I'm the one that ended up choreographing it. Um, we were just one day and I was like, I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get out there and do it. So I taught the kids the Wednesday dance, which is, I'm going to be honest, that's outside my comfort zone a lot. <laughs> it really is. And um, I don't, I'm not a good dancer. I don't dance ever. But, you know, it it was a great time for me because I, I just think sometimes it's important to like do that kind of stuff for the kids so that they are able to, um, you know, to see, you know, that even awkward dancers can make it look good and be funny about it. So, um, but yeah, it, it's, um, you have to do stuff like that nowadays for judging panels because on our, on our judging sheets, they look at all these different aspects and the more variety you have, the better scores you're going to get. Um, we just went to our last competition last weekend and we had a, um, a judging panel um, see us for the second time. And they, uh, they're all different judges from the first time, but they gave us a bunch of great feedback. And one of the things they you know, say about that is, is you've got to sell it. If you sell it, it's going to be great and everyone's going to love it. And you know, we're still at that early stage with, the, sh with the, the competition season. We've now moved in what we refer to as mid-season. And so like this weekend, that the schools that go out, you know, we have homecoming, so we're not going out this weekend. But in the next weekend, you know, we host the Viking Invitational that's technically mid-season, and then we, at the end of that, we move into end of season. So there's, you know, a lot coming up still, but having that early feedback is great because then we can tailor the show for our last two competitions to really, um, really max out what we're doing. Right. So talk about the Viking Invitational. Viking Invitational, number 49 this year. Um, it's great. We have, um, we have nine bands coming, plus us, so that's 10 total. Um, we had one... Um, we had one this week decide not to come. Um, I, there was a scheduling conflict at their school. Um, but, um, yeah, they come up from all over um, Illinois. We first band is on at 4.30, and then we are done. Uh, BOV goes on um, at 7.30. And we are hosting those groups every year. It's wonderful. It's a great time at Danville High School. Um, and we are one of the longest, if not the largest, the longest running high school competitions. And so it's a... It's a huge deal that we're, we've been able to keep this going for 49 years. And then, of course, um, as everybody knows, last night at the board meeting, they approved the $5.4 million renovation to the field. 
which will be done for number 50. And so that is just amazing. We're gonna have a brand new facility, we're gonna have a brand new field. Um, you know, and I, you know, I, I'm super excited for the school for that. I'm excited for the kids. I'm excited for our sports teams. If you have not been to the stadium at Danville High School, um, Mr. Truex um, did an amazing job discussing that last night at the board meeting, but you really are starting, like, you, when you sit in the stands, you can see the wear and tear that it, that 100 years has had on that on that stadium. I mean, there is there is stuff falling apart. He talked a little bit about right. trip hazards. You know, 100 years of concrete and 100 years of, of stuff around the building, you know, and so to have this brand new facility happen is going to be fantastic because it'll allow us to have a state-of-the-art facility. The kids deserve to have that um, facility. And then, you know, we're hoping next year that we can get some, um, for number 50, that we can get a bunch of uh, groups here. And we would love to have a, a show of 20 to 25. You know, it would be great to have a, a huge contest next year to celebrate number 50. Um, I've even reached out to uh, some groups to come in for exhibition. So I'm like, I'm talking university groups, um, and it would be great. Um, mm -hmm. it, and it just, yeah. it's a wonderful thing to bring people in to our community to show them what we have to offer here. Well, and definitely check it out for sure. I mean, we're going to have Kona ice. We're going to have a food truck. Um, there's always the concessions are open with much cheaper options. If you just want to like walk by, grab something real quick and watch, but all of these kids, all of these schools work so hard. And when I say they're amazing, they're really amazing. I mean, the fact that they learn how to play an instrument so quickly as children is crazy to me. But then also just to put together the choreography and the props and everything. Um, Ryan kind of passed over this a little bit, but our, our window is one of the most amazing props I've seen yet um, at any of these competitions. It is yeah. amazing. It's a stained glass window. And they have a little combo band in front of it. We have an electric cello that the kids are playing. Um, it's going to be a really, really neat show. And so people should definitely come out on October 7th and just check it out. Um, it'll be all over Facebook. We'll yeah. make sure to have the list of schools so that people can actually see. We've been so fortunate to get um, just the support of local business owners that have been, you know, being able to support the band boosters. The kids went out and talked to them and got the funds to be able to support all of this. Um, so we're very thankful. You guys will see it on October 7th. There will be the um, watch fire truck will be sitting out with all of their logos on it to be able to know who to support. Um, and you can just come on down, get some tickets, and be able to do whatever it is that, um, you'd like to stay for just a few shows or if you stay till the end, uh, Ryan said BOV, that's Band of Vikings. I don't yeah. know if you caught that. So that's what the kids call themselves. And, and yeah, okay. I was, I did have the thought about talking about the props. Um, yeah, we had a wonderful group of parents. Um, a big shout out to Scott O'Miller. Um, he does, he works at Watchfire and, um, he designed our props and the most elaborate blueprints I have seen for a marching band prop ever. But like they, are amazing the stained glass window um is it's top tier i mean it is one of the coolest things i've seen um a lot of um a lot of hours went into those things and just lots of um parents that were committed to making it look great for the kids and um there's always the how fast can we put these together um how easy are they to put together and the kids move them um the window doesn't move during the show the trees move during the show it's actually part of the the 
the visual aspect of the show, but the the, the window, I mean, it looks just like it does in the in the show. And um, it, what's really cool is it's it's acrylic acrylic sheets, but then we have um, it's a clear vinyl tape that's meant to look like stained glass. And so when you when you see it in the show, it, there's like overlapping colors and stuff. When you overlap the tape, it looks like those different shards of glass. It is absolutely fantastic. Wow, can't wait. So again, the Viking Invitational, give us the details again, date, time, place, cost. October 7th uh, at um, Ned Whitesell Field. Uh, first band on is at 4.30. Gates will open at 3.15. Um, adults are $10. Um, senior citizens and school-age children are eight. Kids under school age are free. We actually do have a pre-sale ticket link um, through Ticket Spice. We will accept card. We will accept cash, and um, we'll get that all out there on the DHS Facebook uh, page, as well as um, we'll get you guys the information. You guys can put it on your page as well. But it's a great afternoon to come out and support kids. Um, food trucks are a huge deal in competition world nowadays. In fact, the contest we were at on Saturday had four: we had the pierogi truck, we had the taco truck, we had the TCBY. They had nothing but cakes. There were four different uh, vendors outside of the actual concession stand. It takes the load off the concession stand, but it right. also it, it also offers kind of something a little bit unique. And you're you're taking local businesses and having them be a part of the activity as well. So um, you know, and they, and they they always are very generous about giving us um, some of the profit as well. But uh, it nice. also it's also very good for their business. I mean, you know, they see these different trucks around town and they're like, oh, I had that at the Viking Invitational. It was really good. So um, we're really excited to have that too. Okay. Well, thank you both so much for being here. Again, we've been speaking with Ryan Kraft and Kareth Klewicki, the Danville High School Band. Good information. Um, I'm just going to close it with, I'm going to, I go to church with Kat, with Gavin Fleaherty. I'm going to make him do the Wednesday <laughs> dance for me. So thank you both for being here. Actually, Gavin doesn't do the dance. Gavin is the drum set player in the rock combo. Oh, shucks. Okay, well, I'll have to say, I'll have to get him another day. Thank you both for being here. We appreciate you. Audience will be back in the morning with another show. Thank you, Miss Laura. You. You're welcome. Hey, Ryan, uh, real yeah. quick, do you, do you care if Steve Brandy? Stopped. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.